there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Nebraska Preps postgame with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. It's another week of Nebraska Preps postgame. I'm with my main man, Jacob Padilla, who was a little of the part of the walking wounded. Uh, my man, how you feeling? <laughs> I've been better. Uh, if if I sound a little stranger than normal this week, it's because I'm missing part of my left front tooth. Yeah, that's tough, man. I, I, uh, I'm kind of looking at that thing, and even I hurt. Yeah. I have porcelain veneers in the front. Uh, I got them knocked out in an arena game. At least one and a half knocked out, and uh, the nerve was exposed. So believe me, I feel for you. Yeah. Just inhaling, taking in air uh, made me hurt. Yeah. So <laughs> good on you for being here, man. It, uh, try to put a bow yeah. on, uh, on a pretty exciting summer. I thought a lot was happening. Uh, we'll, we'll do our best to piece together a, a preseason top ten uh in basketball in both class a class b class b is gonna be is tough (laughs) kind of curious to get your thoughts on that outside of the first four i felt like oh boy this may be a discussion (laughs) because i'm not i'm not not real sure on what to expect part of it is the the size of the class in general there just aren't a ton of teams to to pick from and then some of this the star talent that the senior classes that we lost from class b that's tough to replace. Yeah, it is. I mean, you talk about Elkhorn and Norris and uh, Beatrice. You know, Beatrice. Now, Michael. I mean, that. how about those, some of those senior classes from those, those four schools alone, right? I mean, that that is kind of a rare – I don't know rare. Maybe rare is not the right term. That was a very talented stretch, even Waverly uh, to some degree. Yeah. And we'll see where we – agree or disagree on them but i think out outside of that shoot we could stay right here in class b right because i think in some order it is scut yep platteview yep ron collie yep and waverly right yeah i think we may be only outside of coach reader (laughs) a few that are that high on waverly Right, because the roster doesn't wow you, but they are Waverly and they are accustomed to winning. Yeah, and they bring a lot back. Um, they they did lose um, Andrew Heffelfinger, who's a key piece for them, but they bring uh, their other four starters back, yeah. assuming guys get back to healthy. They've had some injury is, issues this summer. And I think that's what I'm talking yeah. about when I say, you know, listen, if you're assuming best-case scenario guys are, are healthy, because the, the offseason did not treat yeah. Waverly well. No, they did not. Yeah, press. Uh, Preston Harms, uh, Drew Miller, Hogan Wingrave, all guys that missed time this summer. And those are three or five starters right there. Yeah, so I think they'll be interesting. Now, five through ten, I think you kind of put in a hat, right? I I think I like Bennington probably as a I do, team. I do, have too. A chance. I, I do, too. Yeah, they went, uh, went 500 last year, but um, they bring a lot back. Um, and um, they've got Austin Holtz is one of the best shooters in Class B. Uh, they, they've got um, a, a couple other guys um, coming back that put, played key roles. Uh, 
Isaac Connor, um, I think, has had a good summer, kind of a good glue guy, plays really hard, um, kind of an undersized big for them, but um, he'll be a nice piece uh, stepping into this year. Uh, Seth Wimpin played a key role off the oh, bench for them on, last good year. Good call on Wimpin. He's a multi-sport athlete. Yeah, good. very good call yeah. on Wimpin. And Caden Bloom is another uh, starter coming back. So they, they've got a lot coming back, and I think their GV was pretty solid last year. They've got a few nice pieces on that uh, squad that I think are ready to step up and help at the varsity level. Yeah, since we're on the Bennington hype train, what they're able to do, and I know you don't follow it as close as maybe I would or some others, but they had a fantastic freshman class coming in too, mainly from a wrestling standpoint. Uh, football, I think, is going to be really good with that young class, and I think they've got a couple of hoopers and there is well. It has become a very popular destination in a very crowded yeah. area, right? You have Elkhorn North right there. You have the new OPS High School uh, that will be open in a year, another year and a half. And then you, you have it all backing right up to Bennington with a lot of folks moving that way. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that was one of the largest growing schools uh, in the city and kind of running out of room now. And, so it is probably good that we're opening up a few more schools here, let kids spread out a little bit. But, yeah, Bennington's definitely, I think, uh, uh, taking advantage of kind of the popularity and the rise in uh, population over there. When you're talking about the rest of Class B, I think it's a little like Class A, and we'll get to that in a second, where 6 through 10, I think you kind of just shake it up and and maybe it's like your preference or style of play or you maybe think best-case scenario. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of, um, heck, a lot of the teams that made state last year, again, we lost so much. And, but there's a school out like Mount Michael with Kuhn Kuhn coming back. And how much can he I put, carry? I put Mount Michael at eight. Yeah. I put them in the top ten just because <laughs> I think they're, I think they're well Is that where yeah. you had them? I, I, I think they're well coached. And they've got a couple of young guys, transfers, um, that I think will play varsity for them right away. Harrison Long um, is playing with them this summer, transfer from Millard West. Um, you know what's as, interesting? I, I, just knowing him very well, just having played against him because he and Caleb are the same age, I felt like he... M- Maybe would have had an opportunity at Millard West. I watched their summer yeah. game, coincidentally, with Boy, Millard West. Played against and each other. He drilled Millard West. He was raining. <laughs> I was watching that game, too. He was raining threes. Did, so I'm thinking, uh, yeah, was the, it personal or is that a sign of things to come? Because he's very capable. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how he grows uh, out there with Coach Spooner. Um, and they've, outside of, those two that there's not a whole lot. Daniel Mondi um, is kind of a backup guard for them last year. Um, will be a senior this year, but beyond that, you're you're looking at a lot of guys that haven't played. But also, Kun Kun six eight in Class B can shoot a little bit they and, and came along place. a little quicker than maybe we thought he would a year ago, having to fill in in just a short amount of time. I think we thought injuries were going to be a little more devastating than they actually turned out being for Mount Michael. And I was pretty impressed with how quickly he's come along. And that is kind of, they made that decision like midway through the season. All right, um, he's ready for this. We're going to insert him in the starting lineup because he had been coming off the bench to start the year behind all their seniors, uh, playing him alongside Caleb Brink and give him uh, kind of a bigger front line there. And he, uh, he definitely made some progress down the stretch of the season. I uh, still want to know what Brink had in the water to get past that, that injury that we thought was going to be a lot more serious than it was. He, think maybe he could become a consultant he's <laughs> yeah, not he's, playing college hoops <laughs> he's a pretty tough kid I know he's played through a lot over his high school years and um he's a really good player so obviously they've got a lot to replace but 
there, I think there's enough raw talent in there, and Spooner is a good coach, obviously, that they'll be able to kind of stay in the mix. Um, I think Blair uh, is kind of this was surprise the surprise team that made they're, state. They're ten. Yeah, for me. they uh, w- with but they, they, they came bring in with everybody back. They do, and they didn't have a great regular season, That's, right? They had the great district yeah. run, and I think it's surprised some people. So I'm trying to balance out. It's almost like if you if you give the college football analogy, listen, you know, Minnesota brings back 10 starters on defense, but it wasn't a very good defense a year ago. But a year older, you assume they'll be better, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't have any problems at all putting Blair in the top 10. I, I got him at 10. And they've got four starters back. Uh, Luke Ladwood, Kip Tuppa is a nice little class B backcourt there. Again, has some state experience now. Um, will kind of lead the way for them. Um, they've got some size inside. Wyatt Ogle, um, I'm a, kid. I grew up, grew up uh, with his dad. Um, did a lot of work with Ogle. Fantastic athlete. He can play football, baseball. He's a good basketball player. Kind of came up in the express organization a little bit when he wasn't playing with his home hometown team yeah. in Blair. Uh, a really good athlete who's found a way to change his frame. Yeah, and then Jacob Zappel is a kid that can really shoot on the wing. So they, they've got enough pieces there to – they went 11 uh, – Eleven and 12, twelve last, last year, year with the kind of the run down the stretch. So that's kind of one of those teams where it's hard to know. All right, are they going to make a leap this year because of what they bring back, or do we know what they are and that's what they are? And just I was having a hard time finding enough teams that I felt confident and were going to make a jump to not have them in that mix. Comfortable putting Omaha Scott at number one. They're number one. For I me. put them at number one yeah. as well. I think you're probably looking at Platteview's got the best player in Class B in Connor Milliken, but you look at Scuts one through five, and then you know they're going to have some some uh, some bench pieces too that are going to help. They got some multi-sport kids that um, I, th- I think will be good rotation players for them. So and you get, and, and you, you look at a, a team like Ron Colley, and listen, if Milliken's right there or is is one A yep. right in terms of probably the top two players in Class B, I think he's. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, and you've got um, Der- Derek Rogers, Alex Rogers, little we young know brother. The, we know the name, yeah. Coming back. Austin Schwartz is a senior guard. Um, Quincy Evans, kind of long wing uh, athletic kid. Um, and then Lucas Brown transferred over from Bennington, who, again, athlete. Um, he's still kind of figuring out all right, w- what his game is, but he's 6'4", um, long, can get up and dunk pretty easily. So he'll be a nice piece for them. And then they've got some, they got a nice freshman, sophomore class. They've got some young guys that are going to play, I think, off that bench as well. So I like Ron Colley's depth and kind of the pieces they have around Orr. What did you do with Elkhorn? I have, so Elkhorn, Beatrice, Norris are all kind of in the same mix. I think uh, Elkhorn's got the best player coming back with them in Dane Peterson. But each of those teams made good runs uh, – this year in the state tournament, but lost most of their players. Um, Nor- Norris, I think, lost more than anybody. Their whole it's going to be very, very hard for them to recover. Uh, That's top their top five scores. But, I believe are gone from a season ago. But Elkhorn Peterson, really good player outside him. They were all seniors. So what do they have around him with Beatrice? You've got um, uh, Elliot Jurgens coming back, but their three probably their three best score- players outside of him are all gone. And your other starter is a baseball player in Tucker Timberman, who's committed to Nebraska and a younger guy. So um, it, it's, it, I had I just kind of scratched those teams down. Um, I have no idea where to put them uh, just based on what they lost. You know who interests me a little bit? And I'm not sure I would put them in the top 10. I flirted with it, but it's a lot of it is respect. There's respect that I have for their head coach. What'd you do? What do you think about Elkhorn North? 
I I've got I think I've got them in there. Um, I, same reasons like the the respect. They the had coach. a better summer than I thought, and they they've got pieces, and they got they obviously didn't have any seniors last year, and so you you kind of looking at rosters through Class B, they've got guys like with Brandon Orgabold and and Jack Lusk and um, guys like that. That's a nice little start to senior uh, combo there. Then you've got uh, Harahill's six four baseball player. Gives him some but, length. Yeah, um, you've got uh, Nathan Cunningham, um, kind of a good wing uh, guard type. Carson Ripley. Uh, a lot of those guys are baseball players as well. Um, so uh, <laughs> didn't get to see a ton of them this summer. But I think now after having a year that you're, it's it's hard. Brand new school, brand new team. You're all trying. You're figuring out. All right, how's this going to work? I think they took that experience. They, they went eight and fourteen last year, but they had some some good wins. I think um, in there, and they've got the potential to do better this year. Um, so I, I'm looking for them to kind of make that that step forward. I like a lot of the pieces they have, and again, the coach tougher tougher seven through ten in Class B or Class A because seven through ten in Class A, and I'll I'll give you I'll give you. Uh. Uh, I'll give you the four without one, giving you the yeah, Go ahead. One more, ahead. Uh, one more I want to mention in B is uh, Scott's Bluff. Uh, they went 13-9 last year, and they added a big transfer in Austin Thine from Mitchell. Uh, Thine Boy, and – Mitchell got gutted. Yeah, the Thine <laughs> and Tyler Hari, um, probably the best shooting combination that you'll find in Class B this year. And I think those two uh, – come again, they had a, a solid season last year. didn't make state, but a winning season last year. I think you add Thine to that mix – and that's a really nice uh, duo to build around. And I think Scott's Buff will be um, really tough to handle out West. Not sure if we'll agree, but let me go to the back half of Class A. <laughs> I'm, I'll give you four names, yeah. and I'll tell you how I slotted them. In no particular order. Southwest, Gretna, Grand Island, North Star. How many of those teams are in your top ten? Uh. They're all in my top 15. The, so when we did, we talked about this a while back. I think we uh, agreed kind of through the top seven. And at that point, I, I had Southwest in that top seven at that point. Um, I have Southwest at seven. Yeah. But um, I went with Grand Island eight. Too high or too much respect for Austin Trout? Uh, Isaac Trout. Um, I said Austin. <laughs> Isaac Trout. Yeah, that's so Grand Island went 12 and 11 last year, about 500, um, with, with Isaac going 25 and 9 or whatever he was last year. My question is, how much more can he do? I mean, he had the 50 point game or whatever last year. And, um, and then how much are those guys around him ready to step? I think they added uh, a transfer from a smaller class. He was amazingly efficient last year without a ton of what I would call firepower around him. Exactly. I mean, playing with all guys that only basically played JV uh, before that. And that's, I honestly, he really impressed me with how efficient he was. I expected him to put up big numbers. I didn't think he would shoot the percentages that he did, which is a testament to his talent and his ability. Um, And in Grand Island's, Ability to put him in good spots to be able to use his talent, which is, was going to be the question for me heading into the year. It's like, all right, how can you get him good looks? And they're able to do it. And now you've got most of those guys coming back. You got Kitan Fife uh, again, another multi-sport football guy. But um, people, was, rec- people will recognize the last yep, name Fife, R- Riker's little brother. Um, and he was probably their second best player last year. You got Dylan Sextro, um, good shot blocker, good size, um, can finish a little bit inside. So. They've got a, a nice little core. They're easily in that, that kind of like 8 to 15 range. Like I, 
Whereas in A or B, we're struggling to find enough teams to fill out the top 10. I think in A, uh, I I go to 15, and I could see any combination of that 7 through 15, realistically, kind so of playing out. What did you what did you do with Gretna? Uh, I, I had Gretna as 8. I think that's kind of the, the next team for me after I that. I put Gretna team. as 8, Grand Island as 9, North Star as 10. Where did – so North Star is probably out of your top 10? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who slid in the tenth spot? So I, so I had. This is coming off of seeing these guys play a lot. I had Omaha South and Papio South as kind of like nine ten, which um, might might have been like Omaha South. Just watch, watch them win the Bryan tournament. I like their transfers. I, I, I looked at them as a team that could be one of the most improved in in, in the state. I, um, so I would put South just outside the top ten. Why? I didn't. Now we'll see what happens over time. I didn't love their decision making when they got when they got going. Yeah, right. It, they propensity to turn the ball over a little bit, but they're young. So when they grow, they'll grow. But it may take a little bit. And and that's right. And I think, like I said, I I think they didn't look quite as good when I saw them later on, uh, which was weird, right? Yeah. Well, and with them too, they weren't. They had so many guys. They were bringing. Did like you see them with guys. or without Lofton? Uh, with and without. Okay. So that they had so many guys. They were they weren't really playing a real rotation. They were just playing a bunch of guys. So it's hard to get a great feel for them. But I like what I saw from Teandre Perkins and JoJo Ford as transfers, adding to Ricky Lofton uh, and some of those other guys there. You got um, Terion Griggs as a senior. Um, yeah. You got Isaiah Jackson and Jacob Martin going to be juniors so they've got a lot of guards and they've got a little bit of size inside as well with Perkins athleticism um so I yeah I, I don't know if they're in the top 10 but um I, I think you're probably closer than I am uh, again I didn't really update this after, uh but they're definitely in that mix I think so I'm looking at um at south at Gretna um Lincoln Southwest and even I, Omaha, I, 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 had, I had Southwest at I had I had Southwest at seven. Yeah, those, those are the, and even on my west side, those four I think have a chance to be some of the most improved teams, uh, just based on what they brought back and what they did previously. Uh, obviously, Westside was really good last year, but if I got them number two right now, yeah, easily number one. So seventeen so, and seven to. So I think I settled in on my three through six. I went Bellevue West one, yep. Westside two. Yep. I went Millard North three. Yep. Prep four. Yep. Central five. Then Pi is six. I went Pi is six and Central at seven. I'm still Who, who's holding the five spot? Uh, uh, Southwest. Pi, no, Pi is at five. Sorry. Okay, Southwest at six. So we so all we really did was flip flop. Yeah. Pius and Central. Yeah. Central is interesting because I their ceiling is closer to the floor than some, but their floor isn't very low in my opinion. I think their floor is pretty high. Yeah, so the question about them is obviously they've lost <laughs> some really talented senior guards last year, and you've got Jay Dawson, who's arguably the best guard in the state, coming back. So that'll be huge. You got PJ Davis, um, uh, who's a very talented player as well, and then after that, it's kind of question marks. You've got those two. You know what you're going to get out of those guys. Um, is um, uh, talk to me. Talk uh, yeah, to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, DeAndre Brody, that's it. Um, I like he, I like DeAndre. Yeah. Smaller guard, but very savvy. Is he handles to, it yeah. well? Is he ready to step up and be a consistent starting point guard? 
is they, they're basically their whole front card of transfers. Uh, you've got Zion Bang Hennon coming over from Omaha South. You've got Raheem Briggs who moved out and then came back, a good athlete. You've got P- Kia Paulshor as a transfer over there. So they've got a little bit of size, but outside of those two, there's not a lot proven there. I like their potential. Um, I just wasn't quite sure if they're ready to be that top five team, um, if those guys are going to be consistent enough. And then kind of the the – you run out of guys that uh, have proven themselves in a hurry. You look at that bench. It doesn't look like they've got a ton of uh, depth this year. Um, so that rel- that means you're relying is, even more is on Is there anybody guys. that's mastered the art of playing seven or less more or better than Coach Barron's? That's true. Uh, he, definitely, <laughs> he definitely knows how to do it. I think, I think he could look at you straight face and tell you that, uh, that, that depth is overrated when you keep guys out of foul trouble. Yeah. So I just kind of – Wrap it up here, the conversation. Um, I think some teams, uh, Elkhorn South went about 500 last year. They, they've got enough pieces to be good. Um, now can they kind of step up? You've got a lot of guys that I think, um, th- they've got a lot of depth. Now can these guys step up and be consistent? Um, Lincoln East, I think, will kind of be in that, that middle tier mix again. Um, they, they've got a lot of really good guards um, and uh, backcourts. Uh, no, well, you saw you saw one up in close yes. all summer. Carter Templemeyer put him on your breakout list this year. I think um, we already mentioned um, Grand Island in there. Um, Lincoln North Star. You mentioned I, I like that five, that starting five. Do they have any depth? And are those guys? Most of them are sophomores um, with a junior in there. Are those guys ready to step up and be main guys? Uh, and then Lincoln North, Northeast, I think, is the other one that I, I would throw in that kind of top fifteen mix. Got a lot coming back. You've got Porter uh, Basil ready to kind of step up. You've got... uh, Needs a little help. Yeah, Xander Beard um, had a really good summer. Uh, And then we've got some kind of solid pieces around them. Mm. How's that for rapid fire in a speed round? Class A, Class B. Back next week, It's this is hard to believe. But we'll be previewing football (laughs) as camp opens up on the 9th. We'll transition because that's what we do. We'll be back next week. That's Jacob Padilla, one of the best in the business. I'm ODB. This is Nebraska Preps postgame. Don't miss it next week. A Huda Media Production.